Have you ever been hurt in a situation with the church as an artist and really didn't know what to do or where to turn, how to even resolve that? Unfortunately, a lot of artists have dealt with that. And I'm going to give you some real practical tips on how to walk through those kind of difficult situations in a way that brings peace, resolve, and sets healthy boundaries in your life today on 5-Minute Mentoring. Have you ever wanted to have someone in your life who you could ask real questions about your art, your business, and even your walk with the Lord? Well, that's exactly what we do every Friday here on 5-Minute Mentoring, where I answer one question from one of my awesome podcast listeners in order to help you start really thriving as the artist you know God created you to be. Well, hey there, my friend. I'm really glad that you're with me today here on 5-Minute Mentoring. You know, I wish that none of us ever had to walk through difficult situations, especially at church, uh, with people that we love, with leaders, with uh, other artists. But, you know, anytime uh, we're in relationship with other people, especially in church, where we're getting to know people, love people, walk with people, it's one of those kind of things that is inevitable that you're going to have difficult situations to walk through. So, The question is never, how can I avoid it? But how can I walk through it in a way that's going to be healthy and that's going to honor the Lord? Well, you know, having walked through a lot of difficult situations myself in life, having had the pleasure of of walking with a lot of artists over the years who've walked through some difficulties, I've learned a few things about how to to navigate these uh, situations well. And the first thing I would say is this, it's really, really important to realize when you're going through a difficult circumstance with somebody, you know, it's the rare case that somebody has done something or is causing a, a you know, a difficulty in your life just because they're trying to, to be mean to you. Um, you know, the enemy wants to bring that out all the time. They don't like you. They don't understand you. They don't get you all the kind of stuff, you know, 99% of the time, it's not an, an accusatory sort of situation where they're trying to do something to, to get back at you or make you look bad or whatever. of the time, I've figured out that it's actually a difficulty and a confusion with expectations. You thought one thing was going to happen. They thought another thing was going to happen. And because that wasn't clarified on the front end, there can be a lot of confusion and frustration. And when that thing doesn't happen the way that pastor, that leader, that other artist, that, that friend thought that it would happen, then all of a sudden there can be a difficulty arise. So when that happens, realize, you know, it's not something that has to take you out. It's not something that, you know, the enemy automatically gets a free pass and can, you know, totally frustrate your life. It doesn't have to be like that. The first thing always that I encourage you to do is number one, take it to the Lord and say, Lord, all right, here's this situation. Let me put on my big boy pants. Let me put on my big girl pants. You know, what is the opportunity here for me to be able to grow in relationship with you. And one of the first things I always ask is, okay, what was my part in this? Did I have a part in this? Was there something that I could have done better in this situation to uh, clarify my intentions, uh, my expectations? Uh, was I? Did I have undue expectations or unrealistic expectations on a situation? And because of that, it caused some tension. Again, this is not saying that it's all your fault. It's just a really healthy thing to do as a person, as opposed to going into the situation thinking, this is their fault and I can't believe they did this. And if they would just, da, 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 you know, no, go in, take responsibility, ask the Lord, Holy Spirit, show me. And then once you kind of have 
a good feeling about that. You know, you kind of understand your part in it. You've taken responsibility for a situation, um, it, at least your part of it, or as much as you understand. Then it's a wonderful opportunity. You know, in Ephesians 4, it talks about do everything you can. <laughs> make every effort. Ephesians 4, 3 says, make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Listen, the Bible's really clear. Where, where, where we dwell together in unity, there the Lord has commanded the blessing. That's right out of Proverbs. And I don't know about you, but I want to walk in blessing in my life. And so it's up to you. I know this may be uncomfortable, but it's up to you to pursue the bond of peace. What does that mean? That means when somebody's done something that offends you or when you know that somebody may be offended with you, it's on you to go to them, all right, as the as the mature person, as the person who's pursuing the bond of peace, and out of love say, hey, my friend, I'm so sorry. I I know there's a situation with this. Would it be okay? Can we talk about this? Because I don't want anything to come between us. Listen, that might be a leader. That might be a fellow artist. It might be a leader of a ministry. It might be your small group leader or or whatever. It doesn't matter. But Matthew 18 is really, really clear. If you have something against your brother, against your sister, against a, you know anybody, go to them. Deal with that. Otherwise, listen, if you don't do that, it just festers under the skin. And the more time that you allow to go by without dealing with that thing directly, the enemy will have a field day because he always deals in secrecy and in fear. And you've heard me say before, what does fear mean? False expectations appearing real. And so a lot of times it's not even the issue that you're scared of. It's what what might happen, what they might say, what they might do, how they might react, you know, all this kind of thing. When in reality, if you just went to them and said, you know what, I want to talk about this. And let me just start by saying, I asked the Lord my part in this, and I think I could have done this better. And I'm so sorry if if I, I messed that up or there was a situation or whatever. Again, go believing the best. Go with a heart for reconciliation. Go with a heart for peace. And listen, that will automatically set people at ease and open up the doors for conversation. Now, listen, if if you've done all those things and, uh, you know, Matthew 18 is real clear. If you go to somebody, try to deal with the issue, they don't want to hear it, then go back to them with a, with a mediator, somebody that you both respect and try again. All right. If at that point something doesn't, you know, it's like, you know, we just have irreconcilable differences. They're mad. They're frustrated. They're upset. They think that I did wrong. I've done the best thing I know how to, I can to reconcile this. At some point, there is a one, there's a wonderful opportunity for you to set a boundary and say, you know what? I love you, but I think for your sake and for my sake, it's best to move on. And that might be difficult. It might be difficult to move out of that small group, to step back from that ministry, maybe even to, uh, you know, God forbid, have to leave a church or pull out of a relationship that you've had for a lot of years. But if, if again, if you want to walk in health, <laughs> you got to own your part of it, hear the Lord, go to them, try to deal with it. And if they don't want to deal with it, then you might have to just draw that boundary and move on. And listen, I know that's hard, but as soon as you can release people, and your expectations of that situation, that's when the Lord can bring healing and reconciliation. And you know what you're doing in that? You're not abandoning them. You're not abandoning the relationship. You're allowing them space to process that thing and deal with it in a way 
and in a time frame that'll honor the Lord. And, um, you know, you let him deal with it, with them. You don't have to fix everybody. Hello. <laughs> you don't have to fix everybody. All right. And, and again, like I said, last thing I would just say, forgive, you know, forgiveness is not for them. Forgiveness doesn't mean they did everything right. Forgiveness doesn't mean you did everything right. Forgiveness just says, I'm choosing to no longer punish you for the thing that I perceive that you did to me. I'm releasing you from that. And I'm going to learn uh, from this situation. I'm going to go on in God's grace. And listen, friend, if you'll do that, if you'll walk in healthy uh, forgiveness, healthy reconciliation with people, that will not only serve you, it'll serve the church you're in. It'll help create a really, really healthy culture of honor wherever you are so that when problems do come up and they always will come up, you're not avoiding them, but you're dealing with them in a really healthy way. All right. Well, hey, I love you very much. And um, I hope you never have to go through anything this difficult, but I know you will because I have to, and that's just a part of the human condition. But hopefully uh, this podcast has given you some really practical advice uh, right out of God's word to help you be able to navigate those waters uh, in a way that is empowering and that is uh, focused on reconciliation and relationship. All right. I love you very much. Uh, if you listen, if you've not subscribed and reviewed uh, the podcast, uh, subscribe to and review the podcast. I'd love for you to please take a minute and just do that right now. Just uh, hit the stop button, scroll down to the bottom. If you're on iTunes, click the write a review button and leave me a little message. I would love, love, love to give a shout out to you on the next podcast. All right. Until next time, remember you were created to thrive. Bye.